All right, so welcome everyone. Today is April the 19th, 2023. This is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting him today. I want to share this disclaimer first before we hear from them. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. Thank you so much, Johanna. Uh, I'm Alex Lloyd, the good-looking guy. I'm David Peck. Dr. David Peck. And uh, we're delighted that you're here. We're here to try to help as many people as we can, a million to a billion people, increase their emotional well-being by 100% in 12 months or less. And uh, we believe we can give you the tools that you need to do that. And we're also going to discuss the issues and some of the psychology and physics and biology behind the issues as well as we've been doing. And today's our last installment on um, a series that I've really loved about mental slavery. And, and today is the last installment of that. But never fear, we're starting a new one next week uh, that I think may be even better. Uh, and so our last installment today is on intimidation. And so Dave, I'll go ahead and pass it to you. And then uh, after you share, I'll add a post-it note. We'll do a custom healing for this and uh, have some uh, time to talk, hopefully. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Alex. Now, before I start on the intimidation, I just want to address one thing that you, you mentioned last week, Alex, and that was regarding free speech, freedom of yeah. speech. And so I just wanted to make the point that and I totally support that, you know, this is a constitutional right, the freedom of speech, but just wanted to make the point that to censor or to shut down free speech in any form, in my view, is a tacit admission of guilt. Yeah. Can, can I interrupt, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, please. Um, this is this is absolutely current breaking news. Okay, and uh, some of you may have already seen this, but there's just been um, a major new interview by Elon Musk. And uh, most of you probably know Elon. Elon is the owner of Tesla uh, automobiles and he recently bought Twitter. Okay, and the reason I wanted to interrupt David, I wasn't gonna interrupt him. I had no idea what he was gonna say, but when he said that, I had I had to. I'm sorry, Dave, but um, I, I've watched uh, this interview and it is shocking uh, because Elon Musk said that he bought Twitter basically uh, to help the world. Um, that he suspected Twitter was part of um, free speech um, problems and, and yes, and so he bought Twitter. He went in and immediately 80% of the workforce of Twitter was either fired or they quit once he told them about the change in policies. And he has announced on air, this is public news, I'm not sharing anything confidential, that 
until he bought Twitter, the United States government had access to all information on Twitter, including private text messages that are a felony to, to hack those. It's a felony. And um, he, he um, unveiled, let's say, that the United States government has had full access to that and, and that the people who had previously owned Twitter were training AI to lie and to, um, and they were lying to AI. They were telling the AI, okay, anything is okay when it comes to this person or this issue because they have to be stopped at all costs. So here's what we're gonna say about them on this platform. And AI does what it's programmed to. So when AI is told, okay, basically what they're telling AI, AI is this is not the truth, but it's what we need to do anyway, because we have to stop this person, okay? And then the other issue was that they were just training AI to lie about news. They were training AI to tell things as a, as a acting like they were a Twitter user, a person, but the things that they would post about the news would not be truthful. They would be either an out and out lie or skewed to a political angle. In other words, they're sh they were trying to shut down and control free speech to their own ends. I'm sorry, Dave, I just had to no. shut down. Thank you so that, much, that's Elon Musk. I mean, this this is not some yokel in his garage or something. This is Elon Musk, a genius. One of the I, I saw a thing the other day. Who has contributed more to the good of our world today than Elon Musk? Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I tell you what, he's up there in the high country, and he he's saying he bought Twitter to save the world from what they were trying to do with Twitter with AI. And, and since he has taken ownership of it, he shut all of that down. But he said other people that own AI are still on that same trajectory, that he's changing his part, but there's still people out there. And he said the biggest threat to civilization is not war. It's not a virus. He says it's AI and it can absolutely completely destroy civilization and it is on a track to do that. Now, I don't want to get conspiracy theorist. I don't want to get, you know, political. But um, man, when it comes to free speech, Dave, that is so critical to everything. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. OK, so back to the intimidation. So. Um, this is, yes, the, the, the last installment of the Mental uh, Slavery Control Method series. Intimidation is, I feel, really the probably the most important of those six groups, you know, that started with mind control, sabotage, humiliation, judgment, banishment. And the reason is, is because intimidation and, and the, 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 the parts that are involved in intimidation, things like doxing, surveilling, monitoring, tracking, targeting, stalking, uh, laying in wait, threatening, provoking, baiting, uh, daring, things like that. But the reason that intimidation is so important, I believe, is that 
all of those or many of those other groups of, of, of slavery, whatever, mental slavery, play into intimidation because intimidation really is a form of what, Alex, what you have taught in, in terms of limiting beliefs. Yeah. Because, you know, we're sort of intimidating ourselves. So in other words, humili being humiliated, the fear of humiliation and all these fear mechanisms leads to us being intimidated to prevent us from doing, you know, what we want or what we feel is our calling, that kind of thing, or being judged, etc. cetera. So, uh, so that's why, so um, now the one point I wanted to make, so um, like, I, you know, obviously I've been guilty very much of things like humiliation, you know, uh, uh, judging people. And I've spoken about that before, not so much banishment i feel like mostly i've been the subject of that and intimidation probably mostly been the subject of that more than anything except for my internal intimidating myself kind of limiting beliefs thing but um one one area that i wanted to just bring uh to light and just to clarify um for myself and also get feedback on is is the the, the thought of provoking you know because again here here is an example of uh where we see two sides of the same coin, like in other words, good and evil on the same side of the same coin. Because um, when you provoke, like you could say, um, you know, say, um, in other words, you could provoke in a good way in order to bring light and to bring truth to something, or you could provoke in order to create anger and create negative feelings. And, and so the example would be, say, say, like, um, say like, I'm smoking too much, right? And, and so someone pr provokes me and say, oh, Dave, you know, you're, you're smoking that weed or whatever it is, you know, like, and, and, you know, and they're provoking me, right? They might be provoking me, but in the end, it might be, you know, a good thing. I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, I shouldn't do that, whatever, you know, whatever. And then, you know, suddenly I feel, you know, but better or whatever, you know, producing better, whatever. Or it could be something like, um, 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 you know, inciting someone to anger, say. So, so say you, you want to, you want to, you, you, you provoke somebody and, you know, somehow do something so that they would um, be, be more angry and hurt themselves or hurt someone else as, or you provoke them or rig light to, to anger or something so that they would be, oh yeah, you know, I, I need, I could, should manage that. And they could eventually be going to a better place. So the point being, and I went to this earlier before all as well is it's the intention behind the action always it's the intention it's not the act itself so you know where are you coming from are you coming from a place of love you know are you are you you know or is it a place of hate where you're trying to instill more hatred in purse people and create more discord so um that was the one uh area now I just had one other story. I just wanted to tell this story because when I was thinking about provoking, um, this came to light. And this was, you know, I'm not a fighter, right? I, you know, I've only been in one physical fight my whole life. I don't, I've never shot a gun, although I'm, I'm fine with the Second Amendment. I think everyone should have the right to, you know, bear arms and that kind of thing. You know, I'm a very aggressive sports player. You know, I played football, a lot of contact sports. I play ice hockey. I'm very physical when it comes to sports, but not a fighter. But, you know, in seventh grade or sixth grade, I don't remember when it was, there was this guy named 
you know, I don't know if I could say his name, Bud Murphy, whatever. He was a grade older than me, right? And he's he was bigger than me, you know, kind of stronger than me. And we used to ride the same school bus home every day and get we would our stop would be right in front of the elementary school. This was, I think we were definitely in a junior high school, might even be in high school. Well, for some reason, this guy, he wanted to fight me. He was determined that I was. I mean, he just provoked me to no end, you know, till I just, there's no way, but I'm not a fight, you know, fighter. So, so anyway, so we get off the school bus and then we start fighting, you know, fist fighting. And, you know, I'm like, well, I think I probably lost the fight in the end. I don't know. I don't wasn't bloody or anything like that, but I certainly fought him back. And, and, and he never, he never bothered me again after that one time. But, um, you know, I just, I had to, because that was, that was a time, you know, that was just, it was just provoking. So anyway, that was my one story. I don't know why I wanted to tell it, but um, okay. Alex, I don't, yeah. Um, I, I remember, I remember intimidation by, uh, all through every level of my life. Um, I was, I was thinking and praying about this this week, knowing we were going to talk about it. <clears throat> and um, I can, my, my earliest remembrance is I think um, not long after I had words. So, so maybe like, you know, a year old to maybe a year and a half, two years old, something like that. And I was, I was someplace where there was other children and we were being like babysat or I don't know if it was like a preschool or whatever. And there was a bully and I wanted, uh, I wanted the uh, Play-Doh I love Play-Doh and he saw that I wanted the Play-Doh and he, and he, like when I went to grab the Play-Doh, he grabbed it away. And then I looked at him and then he put it back. And so I went to grab it again and he pulled it away again. And anyway, after two or three times, he said, that's my Play-Doh kid, go do something else. And then I went to try to do something else and he wouldn't let me do that either. He followed me and that's mine, go do something else. And, and so, and, and by the way, I, he was obviously older than me. Um, I don't know by how much, but I do know the feeling and, and, and David, your name for this series is perfect because the first thought I had when I remembered that and thought, okay, what feeling did I have when I was in that group and he wouldn't let me do anything? I felt like I was enslaved. I felt like I was in prison or jail or enslaved or something. And it felt horrible. Then I remember my brothers, usually in fun, but, you know, bullying me and, and you know, uh, I, I can vividly remember one of my brothers, you know, I was really mad and they would just hold their hand out on my chest because they were way bigger than me and I couldn't get to them. And they would just laugh, you know, and, and hold me away. And, and you're, you're just too little. You're just too weak. You're just too. Uh, and I remember one time I, at work when I was an adult out of school working and I found out that one of my fellow employees was lying to my bosses about me, okay? And um, I'll never forget, Dave, I, I prayed about it and then decided what I was gonna do. And so I went and knocked on his door and uh, he came to the door and I got in his personal space a little bit, okay? I got up pretty close to him 
and I wasn't frowning. I was smiling. And I said, uh, basically, I'm, I'm changing some of this so no one can be identified. But I basically um, said, hi, John. Um, I hear there's some things about me that you have a complaint about. Uh, and so I was here to discuss those with you. And then I just shut up and stared him right in the eye. And, and you know what? After about five seconds, he looked like he was about to explode. <laughs> he, he, couldn't look, he couldn't look me in the eye. He had to get out of there. But he was feeling guilt from what he had done. All right, which which I was not sorry about. I'm glad he felt that. Maybe it helped him stop doing that to people. Okay, but um, there's a there's a phrase that appeasement makes the aggressor more aggressive, and I don't know that that's always true, but I do know with bullies. Man, you let them keep bullying you and they will keep doing it. You, you stop them and very often they will stop. And very often you think, oh, I can't say this because they may hurt me or something. Very often they know they have no intention of doing anything like that. They're, they're just trying to get you to back down with words. The, the fearful thing for them is if the words don't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I come back at them, as Dave said, in love, but not backing down, right? I'm right here. If you let, if you've got a problem with me, I'm right here. Let's talk about it. All right. Uh, but I would appreciate you stop talking to these other people about me. And and, and if the oh, what are you talking about? Well, I know you've been telling people this and that and whatever, and that's okay. I, you know, if you've got a beef with me, that's fine, but I'm here to straighten that out. So what do we need to go ahead? Yeah. Dave. And I'll just add one thing. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, that in, intimidation is, it's saying, we're saying this, I'm saying the same thing, but to heal the intimidation, to address the intimidation, to call it out, just like Alex, what you're just talking about, is really a pathway to freedom. Yeah. We want to be free. We want to be free in our minds. We want to be free in our actions. We want to be free in our, in our mental processes to pursue ourselves. what we life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Yeah. So, you know, all those forces that are trying to control us and intimidate us and that kind of thing. No, we call them out in love. And, and let me add one more and then we'll do a code. Um, my wife, Hope, um, she has this uh, thing that she has said for decades, not years, decades, okay? And it's become a joke between us. And she'll say, I'm having an argument with myself or I'm having a conversation with myself or I'm having a conference with myself. And, and, and what that means is that she wants to do something, but a part of, but another part of her is shutting her down, saying that'll take too long, you're not good enough, um, it's too hard, um, something it, uh, inside her is shutting her down. So you may also need to get free 
from your own intimidator that is saying, you're not good enough. You're not the one to do that. You're whatever, uh, fill in your blank, but something inside you that is trying to stop you from living your best life. Amen. Okay. You want to start, Dave? Yeah, I can. Yes, I'm sure. Okay. So we, want, we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits and addictions, all false limiting beliefs, any relationship issues that are related to intimidation, either external or internal from ourself, that these be found opened and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay, first position is left-hand temple, right-hand bridge for intimidation. Left-hand temple, right-hand bridge. And if you have given in to intimidation or been the intimidator, almost certain you've got memories with intimidation in them that you need to heal in order to be completely free. Second position, left-hand temple, right-hand Adam's apple. Third position, both hands, jaws, both hands, jaws. Fourth position, both hands bridge, both hands in the bridge position. Okay, back to position one, left-hand temple, right-hand bridge. Position one, left-hand temple, right-hand bridge. For intimidation. Second position, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. 
Left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Third position, both hands, jaws, both hands, jaws, or intimidation, internal or external. And fourth position, both hands bridge, both hands bridge. Position four. Okay, that's two cycles. Please. Okay, let's go to acupuncture point, side of the hand, temples, collarbones, little finger, eyebrows, under the nose, middle finger, middle of the chest, under the nipples, thumb, sore spot, Chin, 9G, eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle them back the other way. One, two, three, four, five. All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel four times, please four times. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. This is also called yin and yang. It balances the central nervous system. Pretty neat thing to be able to do when you want to. All right, now custom healing centers. Let's start with throat. Please open and harmonize. If it hurts, you're massaging too hard. Base or root on the pubic bone. Please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. 
crown. Please open and harmonize. Heart. Please open and harmonize. And middle of the stomach. Please open and harmonize. And then let's go to um, left hand, brainstem, right hand, forehead. Left hand, brainstem, right hand, forehead. Brainstem and what it is connected to is basically your un and subconscious and ancestral mind that is a million times more powerful than your conscious mind. And your forehead, prefrontal cortex, and what it's connected to is basically your conscious mind. So we're pouring massive energy into those, your entire mind, all levels, for peace, for love, for joy, for healing. Very powerful. All right, both hands over your heart. Slow deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. Um, when you're ready, note any change in your zero to 10 rating that we forgot to remind you to do before. Um, and then I would check it again in about 30 minutes when it should be better. And Johanna, if we have any questions or comments, I've okay. got a minutes here. If you have a question or comment, you can raise your hand by pressing star nine on your phone. Star nine on your phone is gonna raise your hand. I'll be able to unmute you so you can. Um, you can. Um, Alex, should we give a preview of, of the next series? Or yeah, no? go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just addressing the seven deadly sins. Yeah. So, and I wasn't raised Catholic or, you know, with any religion. So, you know, I had to look it up, but I, I'm sure that the people that were raised uh, Catholic or Christian, you know, know these very well, but, and, and, and the order being um, a pride, envy, greed, wrath or anger, sloth or laziness, gluttony and lust. And I, I was looking for the like a correct order and really couldn't find the only thing that i found was there was consensus that pride was first right right yeah because it leads to the others uh -huh. yeah yeah so i'm really excited about that if y'all know anything about me that is i mean that is right down my alley what i love to talk about think about discuss so yeah please uh join us next week for the start of the seven deadly sins all right, so we have a hand up. It's Susan. You want to unmute your line? Hi, Susan. Oh, Hi. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? It's really, uh, it's really fantastic that you've been addressing all of these things, um, and of course, uh, the fact that uh, you've been digging into me in all of these places and some of my clients, um, I'm getting um, anger coming up uh, a lot uh, with folk. And uh, so um, now I'm hearing the seven deadly sins are next. Uh, I'm not quite sure uh, straight off the top of my head whether that's going to be possible to address anger, but um, I it's think it is. It's number four. It's number four. 
Yeah, excellent, ex excellent. I, I, I was just going to suggest uh, might we address it. So that's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. N number four, I will be looking forward to that. And thank and really, you so much. And, and really, Susan, uh, yes. we'll be we'll be touching anger in several of those. But the fourth one is pretty much all anger. Thank you so much. Absolutely fantastic. It's it's just a. Uh, I don't know why it's uh, coming up so much at the moment, but there's a lot of turbulence going on. There's a lot of um, right on the moment, at this moment, there is a big, big eclipse happening um, and a brand new moon. And those things, um, you know, they're, they're big, big celestial energies that have uh, effect on people. And a lot of people say that they can't sleep on full moon, um, but other people say that the the newness of the energy and the and the quick swiftness of new energy coming in on new moon um, kind of tips them off where they were and pushes them and then really they're very sensitive to that and they notice that it's uh, um, uh, you know it affects them a great deal so uh, uh, yeah trying to encourage people to to speak to that to, that that it only uh, adjusts them kindly and and upgrades their own energy, but only kindly, and see how they go with that. And folks are seeming to have a little bit of success with it. But great, that's great. Thank you so much. Looking forward to all that. Thank you, Susan. I just wanted to add just one thing: is that astrology is the oldest oldest science known to humankind. If you go back to the ancient, it goes way. It, there's got to be something to it. I don't. I don't know. I know it's gotten a bad name over the years and everything, but the planets and the influence. So I'm. I'm totally on board with that, Susan. You know, in terms of of, of energies and planets and that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, the Earth is flat, right? We can all agree on that. A what? The Earth is flat, right? We can all agree. <laughs> all agree on that. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I've got to go. Uh, I've got to go. I love you guys. Have a great week. Thanks, love Alex. you, Alex. All right. So I don't see any other questions. So I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording um, and then ask if anybody would like.